Welcome to the show. It's Excess to Anger Man for May 12th. How's it going, everybody? Oh, I'm finally feeling immunized. Immunized. Two weeks have passed since my Moderna shot number two that was taking place. So, uh, yay me! But then uh, I just came back from the New England, uh, Boston, Providence, and uh, New Haven. Hartford, basically, the three states over there uh, over the weekend. It was an intense trip, I'll say. Um, I went to go you know, visit my sister since she moved to a new place. Also, Colleen's cousin in New Haven, along with her new man. Uh, I think I, I think we both agree after this trip that uh, we signed up for more than, than we anticipated. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about the East Coast or New England. I haven't been to Rhode Island, Vermont, uh, New Hampshire, Maine, any of that shit. Martha's Vineyard. I don't know what the fuck that is. Cape Cod. I don't know what the fuck that is. Providence versus Connecticut. What the fuck is the difference? I have no what the fuck that is. Uh, so I absolutely am a noob when it comes to East Coast. But then again, which is one of the reasons why I came back and was doing all these weekend trips a couple of years ago, pre-Rona days. Uh, you know, when I was in North Carolina and all that. Did I ever release an episode talking about North Carolina, how I felt about that place? I don't think I did. Maybe it's in the audio archive somewhere. I recorded it and then nuked it or... I decided to not to speak of it. I'm going to have to dig it up because, uh, yeah, and then the Missouri I talked about. Anyway, so it, it was a first long out-of-the-state trip. Was it the first out-of-state trip that I did? No, no, no. I did that with the Seattle a few times. <laughs> Dummy me. Felt like ages ago. But, you know, really road tripping, driving around, doing that shit. Uh, probably uh, not to an extent that I anticipated out of Michigan. Yeah, at least a good couple of years, I'll say. So, um, you know, I, I think I uh, just jumped in right into doing that drive through the toll roads of Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Connecticut. I mean, what do I think about the East Coast? And I know, like, a lot of people have been, ever since the pandemic has begun, you know, uh, people, some people left New York or go to Rhode Island. It's a great school area, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's a Vermont's a shithole with a bunch of libertarians, you know, all that shit. Uh, but what I come to a conclusion is that, look, man, like, if you're white, it's great. <laughs> Connecticut, Connecticut is also more ghetto than I thought, you know? And then I just think of, like, oh, there's Stanford, Connecticut, you know, where all the, the, the what was it, the Blue Bloods and all those motherfuckers were. Bristol, Connecticut, where ESPN headquarters is, and then you were so close to New York. But then again, there's the other half of uh, Connecticut that I thought of, which is fucking Aaron Hernandez and him killing himself and the Odin Lowy getting shot, you know, that shit. And then I remember hearing about, yo, it wasn't Aaron Hernandez, a Puerto Rican descent dude. His dad was a fucking, you know, Sop- Tony Soprano of his neighborhood block, you know. And then everybody's fucking speeding in Connecticut, like nobody's business. I heard Vince McMahon was a speed demon of over in Connecticut. I could see why. Rhode Island is like Rhode Island, but then like some backwoods of those. I mean, it's a lot of woods and stuff, so it's clean, I guess, in a way, to an East Coast standard. But I was just like, dude, like it's not, it's not Washington Pacific Northwest or Rockies kind of oak trees like fucking hanging off like an Oregon or something. And then I just go like, I mean, there's like a lot of pop places in between here could have a fucking meth lab in between a bunch of trailers or something. 
you know, and then people drive, you know, I was like, man, am I going to be able to drive around here? But then again, I quickly realized, like, dude, you drove in Michigan. You drove across this fucking country. You'll be fine. I mean, I it, it, there. so the East Coast drivers are impatient, aggressive. It's no different from California, but is it all fast? It's like, not necessarily. It's more like nudge, swing, you know, merge aggressive more than fucking speed bypassing everybody aggressive. But, you know, I... It was a lot. Like, we were only there three nights. Like, we got there late Thursday night. And then, uh, you know, and I can't believe how many people are flying. Um, especially the when we came back on Sunday. But basically, Thursday, we drove, got to the Cambridge near the MIT campus. near my Right across my sister's new apartment. Uh, we caught up, caught up, and then Friday evening, the original plan was to go directly to New Haven, uh, but I realized that I don't think I could pull this on a one drive on a Saturday, so I said, let's cut this half and half, <laughs> so we'll, we'll do one half Friday evening, halfway through Providence, and I was able to see the Dunkin' Donuts Center, the famous Providence Fire, Friars basketball team play, and then it was like Dunkin' Donuts. It's like a Starbucks. I, I'm a Starbucks slave, but people in the East Coast are Dunkin' Donuts slaves, right? So, you know, we got to Providence, and then, like, we went to this yuppie little dive bar. It was really good. I was very genuinely surprised by their fresh-cut French fries and all that stuff. But um, I was really tired. <laughs> I was about to pass out because I haven't done that kind of rush-hour traffic drive in a while. And then Saturday, we passed by Narangeti. Whatever the fuck that beach is where Taylor Tyler Swift and Tom Hiddleston were at one point, you know, in the southeast side of the Rhode Island. And then we went on our way towards Connecticut <coughs> and then got to New Haven. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we caught up. And then Sunday, we had an early breakfast with a Mother's Day. And then I drove off to Hartford. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm choking here. So... <coughs> So, it, it, so each drive was about 45 minutes. I mean, the Rhode Island, you know, to Connecticut, that was an hour and a half, which I didn't anticipate, and we stopped some ways in between. But holy crap, you know, I like distance ain't so looking so far, but the usual East Coast, East Coast drive with the traffic and just a slower velocity. But then again, everybody's going 80 miles an hour for 55-mile road. And I'm like, I, I'm being generous driving here, and then... I need to bring a Michigan out, you know, going 85, like there's no tomorrow or something. But, uh, yeah, it's been a while <coughs> doing that kind of drive. So uh, I think what we decided next time is that, look, we're going to pick one city and then stick to it or just one state. <laughs> and then I just go, all right, we'll, we'll see when the next time we can go visit either Boston or Connecticut is. But I just go, ah, East Coast. I just go, it's a white people's heaven. <laughs> Uh, I'm just like, like especially Boston. I just go like, dude, this is like every every school is here. BU, uh, fucking BC, uh, Harvard, Northeastern, MIT. What the fuck else is there? The the bunch of other hockey schools, Tufts or something. I'm just going like, there are all these schools here, and then all the New York and East Coast kids send their kids up here. 
And same for the the prep schools, not just the college level. I just go on and on and on. It just never fucking stops. And then it goes on to Rhode Island and blah, 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 Connecticut. And then below Connecticut is Long Island. And who gives a flying fuck except for the Hamptons, you know, kind of thing. It's like I started remembering all the, the Spitting Chicklets podcast when Sean Avery and this Islander fan arguing for 40 minutes. I was like, Sean Avery just going, nobody wants to go to a fucking Long Island, man. You're... <laughs> Just thinking this shit in my head. I just go, oh, man, he's absolutely right. And then I started thinking Matt Lauer, how he commuted from the Hamptons to New York City, Manhattan, for his everyday today show over a chopper. Because, you know, he got that NBC money. Until he started jerking off with his own private button. Blah, 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 all that shit, Me Too moment. Remember all that? Remember all that Me Too moment? Exactly. So, anyways, uh, it was a... It was a it was a good trip. I wish it were longer, but uh, we learned our lesson because it's been a at least for me a couple of years since doing this kind of long drive trips at this point. So I'm just going, holy crap! It's like I haven't drank since last March, last year March, and then like you're jumping right in, start chugging gin, which I started missing recently. But then I just go, you know what? It's been more than 420 days at this point, 427, reaching 430. I just go like, what what is there left? And then I also cut the cigarettes for over three weeks now. Yes, it happened. It took longer than I thought. But, you know, it just happened. I just went cold turkey. I knew the first two weeks is going to be rough. Anything. Same as coffee. When I cut that for two weeks. I, I mean, I'm still drinking coffee. So I cut all my vices. And then I'm fatter, you know, for the last two months. Ever since I made the whole water damage, I should be on the HGTV thing i recorded go listen to that episode why i deserve to have my own fucking bargain block or the unsellable home show you know and then i just for the last two months it's been a goddamn like shit like drizzling shits of just like shit to do and then i flew three times you know through the tsa and then i get the this you know reminder that every TSA officer going like, don't forget to renew your driver's license. And I go, oh, fuck, I know, I know. And then I find, you know, because for some reason I came back to Michigan. It's been almost four years in about a month. And then I just go, oh, yeah, your driver's license was only given a four-year to the expiration date. And then the four-year mark is coming up. And then I try to renew it fucking on the S officer. Yeah, TSA person. Okay, okay. And then, like, I get this reminder at every single fucking airport since March, you know, and then it's on my birthday that this thing expires. But anyways, this, and then I can't find the fucking booking to renew my driver's license. I can't do it online. They say, you got to come in and do it. I don't know. My conspiracy theory, me, in my head is going, because I'm not a citizen, I can't do this. I go, fuck. And then I try to find an online appointment to do it. And then it's like the fucking appointments for every single secretary of state or the DMV office for those outside Michigan. It's all in like fucking September, like in October. And this thing is about to expire in two months. So today I finally found an open spot just staring at it. They have designated hours that like, okay, 8 o'clock, 8 a.m. and then noon. There are some spots that just open up. So sign up. But then like even before the 12 o'clock, I found a spot for Thursday and then it just, I finished filling out my form and said, so, sorry, your spot got taken. So I wait till noon and then I'm like spamming through this Michigan.gov website trying to find the fucking slot and the calendar's crashing left and right across four or five different SOS offices, Detroit, Dearborn, 
three offices in Detroit, another in Hamtramck, another in fucking Warren. I mean, everywhere in Wayne County. And then I look to the Washtenaw County over in fucking Ann Arbor or some shit or Ypsilanti. Same shit. Calendar keeps crashing and then reverting me back to September, maybe late August and October. After trying for about three, four minutes, because I'm staring at the fucking clock, because everybody is trying to renew their driver's license, like on the clock at 12 o'clock at the dot, and then I was on the dot doing it, and then fucking calendar kept crashing left and right. And then finally, I found the spot for the the, the day I record this, on a Wednesday. So I just go, oh, fuck, when's this appointment? 30 hours from now. I go, fuck it, or 28 hours from now. Whenever I was doing this, like 4 p.m. Wednesday, Eastern. And then this is like 12.03. I just go, fuck it. And then I just signed up. I was like, this is the only chance. And then, funny enough, I was like, wow, can I reschedule this? So like at 4.40, the very last one of the day. And then like by the time I come to the reschedule, just for shits and giggles checking it out, it's all gone. My, <laughs> I go, fuck, man. <laughs> and then I just realized that my cousin has been trying to renew his driver's license for like over three months now and then i just go look eight o'clock a.m and then you know at noon you gotta come you know spam away like trying to buy a fucking ticket for adele concert or some shit you know it's hilarious but i just go i mean at least i made it through so i hope i get stabbed i i got stamped no uh getting stopped nagged or get joked by the TSA officers in the next flight that I'm like, don't forget to renew your driver's license. I go, okay, buddy, you don't have to make this fucking joke at a SeaTac airport. You don't have to make this joke at a fucking Hartford airport, Hartford Bradley airport, which is a nice airport, by the way. It's very clean and updated. Um, but anyways, I just go, I digress, I digress. So anyways, uh, what the fuck did I want to talk about? I, I just want to go jibber jabber today, you know, talking about New England. You know, and then I'm just doing my dumbass accent. I was saying, it's like, ah, what are you, a smarty pants and a fucking half it? You know, you go to have it? You know, it's that shit. But I just go, no way. <laughs> no way. I would never say never, but I say it's pretty insurmountable, me moving to Rhode Island. I'll say that. I mean, it's beautiful, but I just go, I don't feel the vibe. It's great for what people. <laughs> and then we're in the Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So, oh, boy, oh, boy, did I did I stir some shit up, you know, last week. And I said, look, AAPI, man, either include every single one that looks like a Mongolian descent people genetically or stop trying to compare it to my eyes. I can't speak the fucking word. All of us. And I nominate in the honor of the AAPI month. Uh, I want to nominate an a- the AAPI of the week. So last week, I nominate myself where I have clearly been transparent saying that I am only one letter out of the four in the Asian American Pacific Islander. So there's that. So who's my nominee this week? My nominee this week the, for the Asian American Pacific Islander of the week. Drum rolls, please. It's Bill Huang of the formerly Archegos. I think, not formerly, Archegos is still around. But BK, you talked about th- this guy uh, three weeks ago or so. What the fuck happened? Or a month ago? Well, 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 he's kind of back in the news. Not only did the rest of the companies, you know, had to do their first quarter earnings as to how this guy with the Archegos investment completely sunk, you know, tens of billions of dollars that he got from Nomura Holdings and then Credit Suisse. But also, our beloved 
uh, ETF hero, Kathy Wood of the ARK Investments. I guess they're, uh, I didn't know that Kathy Wood is a hard Christian also. So she's a Christian investor. And it turns out, you know, Kathy Wood has uh, come out and then uh, gave a disclosure that, look, uh, the ARK funding, her, basically, the hedge fund and then the investment firm, uh, was backed by Bill Hong with his billions of dollars. And I just go, Jesus Christ. Like, I mean, it's a circle jerk of a fucking Christian investors. And then these people just like, there's so much money going on everywhere. And then it's kind of timely today, given that the market sell-off has begun because we have some inflation concerns going. I mean, I just go. And then I, my, and Bill Hong backed this up. I just found it hilarious. The two Christ, so-called Christian investors doing God's work uh, are fucking just circle jerking. <laughs> Is Credit Suisse Christian too? Is Nomura Christian? I don't think Japanese were as Christian. But anyways, I digress. And then uh, speaking of the market just falling apart left and right. And then Bill Hong, you're the Asian of the week. Asian? What about the Pacific Islander, dude? Um, You know, I'll, I'll pick a PI next week. How about that? Um, But, you know, I got to say, after about uh, almost halfway through the uh, five months into the 2021, I have completely flopped out of my investment choices. Um, Let me explain to you. So... I don't do any of the cryptos, but the stock market I wanted to give a play that I re-entered. I think I talked about this a couple months ago. Look, I want to go for a short-term play for my uh, non-tax advantage account, which is my ally account. Uh, my Not my 401k or IRA. You know, that's a long-term shit. So I don't give a fuck what happens this year, you know, to a degree. Uh, so I decide to pivot and see what the q4 or the you know the the holiday sales numbers looked like for uh backup investment uh, retail companies like the target and the walmart target relative to the price have performed well uh, but walmart has completely flopped and then uh, i really went wall street bets and basically bought high and then i had to trim some shares here and there because I said, I cannot bleed right now on this pace. I mean, it's all, I have to re- readjust fast. So I did not anticipate Walmart to really suffer. And same for Nike. Walmart and Nike. I mean, there's some weird things that were happening in between with some weird protest shit for Nike, for the fabric they're using. Blah, 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 that aside. And then, uh, you know, some short-term plays worked out, such as Target, I just mentioned, Snapchat, worked out uh because i i was staying generally away from the so-called tech stocks because i knew when immediate fear of short-term inflation or any kind of rates are going up or any kind of sell-off like the tech stocks are first to go which is why i was a little bit hesitant to give kathy wood such a praise you know when she was such a hero last year because i i just go like she picked Tesla when everybody, nobody else really picked Tesla. Really? You think she's the only one who bought Tesla shares? Are you fucking kidding me? She's not the only hero, man. And then everyone goes, oh, she's so great. She's a female. She's an investor. I just go like, but her shit's way too tech heavy, man. Which means she's going to be, I mean, in the long term, yes, it makes sense. But the fact that she's like dumping her Tesla shares, buying shit like Palantir and DraftKings, 
which I also got into because I, I guess I got kind of influenced by Colleen's dad. It's going to be 80 bucks, man. And I just go, I think he can go 100. But, um, you know, especially when New York, Florida, and New Jersey officially, you know, official act online sports gambling. But then, you know, I certainly stopped playing DraftKings, you know, for gambling so much, despite some of the events like the Masters or Kentucky Derby being around. And I stopped, I definitely stopped shopping through Walmart, you know, as much refilling, restocking shit. And even on Target, I mean, people keep using Amazon. And, you know, I I just go, what what happened, BK? It's like, even you stopped using it. So why, why do you anticipate other people would use it? There's a lot of money going around. I should have just dumped my money on Ethereum when it was $1,200 in the beginning of March on a random Saturday. And then I knew it, like, because I always had more of a thing for Ethereum than Bitcoin. Because, I don't know, I like keep supporting number two as evidenced by me supporting Walmart and Target. Instead of a fucking Amazon. <laughs> and then I dumped a few and bought a single Amazon share. But then I think, in, you know. Anyways, I, I mean, I was making, uh, but that was on the retirement account. But basically, if you see the entry point I was making, you know, December anticipating a holiday sales pot. Now that didn't exactly happen. So it was like a hit or a miss. And then I trimmed a few shares also on like Pfizer and Moderna and all that. Uh, not Moderna, Pfizer and stuff. So I'm, I'm really scrambling here. And then, and then DraftKings is absolutely getting shattered. Um, I'm down 30%, bro. <laughs> and then I traded down to buy more. So it's at a fucking Delta level, man. And then Delta, like I'm finally seeing the fruits of like bag holding for two years. I mean... You know, I, 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 you know, the, I got greedy with fucking Delta. But who the fuck knew that a pandemic would hit to that level? Because the peak that it was at at $60 a share with the fair dividends after they set a record 2019 year with all that profit sharing they were doing January, February 2020. I mean, who knew that was going to happen? Ideal thing to do was sell it then and then say, ah, I should re-enter. But instead, I said, I think this momentum of travel will continue into $70 a share. And then the world just fucking shut down. And then I said, I ended up back holding. I should have bought, I wanted to buy more shares trading down, doubling whatever hundreds of shares that I had of Delta at that time when Warren Buffett dumped all of it. But I got greedy because I thought it would hit $14 and it just got stuck after $18. I should have just got it, but then coulda, shoulda, woulda. Because I had a perfect average out price that I was anticipating. And then now it's teetering at $45. And then that $15 looks so far away. So anyways, I'm like, DraftKings at this point, I mean, look, my advice, you know, maybe DraftKings is really the only thing that's trading out there because FanDuel is not out there. You know, maybe Pan Gaming or something. But I just go, I the, the, the revenue model that DraftKings has with the casinos because, you know, they split with the casinos. You know, go buy an actual gaming company stock like an actual casino more than, you know, the act of these uh, agent companies. So what I should have done with the DraftKings is the same short-term play I did with the Snapchat, which is get in and get the fuck out at 70 because 70 seems like the bar for, like, Pinterest, Snapchat, you know, something like that at this point. 
Um, and then all the cloud companies are fucking getting shattered, unloaded, like Zoom, Alchemy, I saw, speaking of New England and Cambridge. Uh, and then Twilio and all these companies, their shares are falling. But I just go, in the long term, it's not bad. I just go, cloud computing will still be around. So I say, if you didn't get in, it's potentially a chance to, you know, nap the shares. I, you know, looking at the long term, it, it really comes down to what you really want. My goal was to get out of this thing by March. But seeing how things aren't going the way I thought it was going to go for some of these company stock share performances in March and April, and because I knew this whole inflation, short-term inflation fear was going to catch up this summer, around this time, from May to July. So I figured I got to get out before that, you know, this noise started happening that I'm seeing right now. So I wanted to get out, but I couldn't get out. Some things I got out, like the Snapchat, like, you know, yeah, Target, Target, Snapchat, I got out of it. But some of these other ones, I was, I have to bag hold at this point, or I have to eat the loss and then I have to recover it elsewhere. So which I've been contemplating doing is like utterly short term play, you know, and it's going to be turbulent the next three months. And with all the lack of raw materials as evidenced by the lumber prices or all the other prices, you know, the with the toilet papers and toiletry microchips everything there's like all that supply like raw material not making up for it in 2019 is clearly catching up and then the pent-up demand and then the endless amount of cash that's just flowing around is just inflating prices left and right ah and then also the gas line that got hacked and shit i just go this is gonna be do i see this as being a permanent inflation level no i think it will recover you know after this weird spring summer we go through because like you know may to october is a bloody month of sorts and october is usually the bad month but this year way it's going with the vaccination happening especially in america and also in canada i think it will kind of ease and you know delta looking at how the flights were full i mean you know business travel is slowly coming back I really think something like Delta and hotel business will come back to some resemblance, at least in America. So I'm going to have to eat it over the next quarter, and I'm going to have to bag hold. So I accept that. But anyways, that's, that's, my, that's my view. And then everything that people predicted, you know, when the endless amount of money being out there that's been printed with the bailouts, and we need to obviously have to checks and balance going with raise and tax and then the fair corporate tax pay and everything and then at some point an interest rate will have to rise but they're not gonna do that otherwise you're just stunting on the rest of the people when people are paying off credit card debts and also which is surprising and then all everybody has money to spend which is a good sign but some at some point we need to funnel this money back to pay for things and it is very worrisome that these Republicans are just like acting up right now, which is my biggest concern. And then, you know, way things are looking right now, by the time you hear this episode, you know, Liz Cheney might have been kicked out as predicted because next year the Speaker of the House looks like it's going to be Kevin McCarthy, which I'm just going, ah. and I'm just going, so you're going to have a Republican House and possibly a Senate, who the hell knows. 
and then go in, have two years of like fucking cock blocking and nonsense of the conspiracy theories and go into 2024 and ride the shit out. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm worried that that nothing happening that way, you know, is gonna, it's gonna affect the rest of this economy in America and get nothing done. You need to raise the minimum wage. You need to collect your taxes. You gotta flow the fucking money around here. You can't just stop the ball. It's like Carmelo Anthony ball hogging. Rudy Gay ball hogging. Keep the ball fucking moving. So anyways, I'm going to leave it there. I talk more about the economy than I thought I was going to talk about. So thanks for listening. And then I'm slowly accessing accessing my anger again. Uh, email me at a-outlook.com. a-outlook.com. I'm still tired. Maybe the microchip is telling me to go to sleep. Anyways, thanks for listening. And then uh, we'll see you next week.